When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Husky Stadium. The Husky defense stands tall. This is the Jimmy Lake Show. In big moments like this, I need disciplined eyes, disciplined techniques. On the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let's it rip down the right sideline. Touchdown Huskies! Along with Coach Lake, here's Tony Castricone and Dave Softy Mullen. All right, episode two of the Jimmy Lake Show is live and on the air from beautiful Husky Stadium, the greatest <laughs> setting in college football. We Joined made it. By the head coach of the Huskies, who has games to prepare for. Yes. The news that has come out in the last seven days since we were last on the air, there will be a fall schedule. In 20. Jimmy, I don't know if I've seen you smile that big. Oh, man. <laughs> you should you should have saw me on the day of when we found out. I mean, it was like we won the lottery. And uh, oh, we're, we're fired up. Our team is fired up. Morale is high. Now we just got to figure out who we're playing. But guess yeah. what? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We know we're playing somebody. We are preparing our plays to play somebody. And uh, we are all fired up. I thought the smiles were because of us hanging out here. Yeah, it's good Jacked to see you guys. Jacked up for week two of the Jimmy Lake Show, man. Well, talk about that. A, uh, I, I, I think you basically suggested this last week, a six-game season with a Pac-12 championship, and then everybody plays the opposite finisher in the opposite division on that same Saturday. So content, happy with the format. Very content. I think it's it, it's very uh, equal. Three home games, three away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play all of our opponents uh, in the north, from what I understand. The south will play all their opponents in the south. Mm-hmm. We'll have one crossover game. Uh, and so I, I, I think it's fantastic. And I it, it, it add a little bit more. What the, the teams that we were supposed to play in the 2020 season, home and away, 
from what I heard is those are the teams that we will we will we will play and those games will still still be at those sites. Gotcha. And so, um, hmm. and then the crossover game will probably be one of the crossover teams that we were originally supposed to play. So, Interesting. Okay. yeah. So, but meaning the Apple it, Cup that was in Pullman is still in Pullman. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. Yeah, that's that's news as far as as, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So we will go to Autzen Stadium. We will go to Pullman. It sounds like if if this is the the calendar Correct. that we're going to get, and then that crossover game. I mean, I think that's the one thing that everybody's kind of excited to see. Like, who's it going to be? Should that count? They are saying that that's going to go toward the final standing and uh, and each team's final record. What are your thoughts? Like, do you like the fact that that game's going to count? Yes, I, I really okay. do. I mean, we're playing such a limited schedule already. Mm-hmm. I think all the games should count, and um, I think it's a, I think it's fantastic. I think it's set up it's set up perfectly. Uh, there'll be a North champion. There'll be a South champion. There'll be a Pac-12 championship game, which I'm fired up about that. And then I think that seventh game format is is a really good format as well. And uh, you know, the second place team playing the second place team, and I think there'll be a lot of uh, intrigue for all those games. Uh, when you look at this from a standpoint of the crossover game, uh, there's been some talk about uh, competitive balance there. You know, meaning, let's say you, for example, got the team that finished in sixth place last year, mm-hmm. but Oregon or Washington State gets the team that finished in first place last year. I've thought before or f- for a while, Jimmy, now that TV may drive this for matchups. I mean, how do you kind of decide from an equitable perspective who plays who in that crossover game? Do you care? I don't care. Mm. I really don't care. I'm I'm just fired up. They're playing football. Um, there's quality teams, top to bottom, in this conference, which we all know. There's quality coaching staffs, and so I think whoever we end up playing, we're here to prepare and try to win that football game, just like our opponent. I don't I don't blink one eye about uh, who it's going to be. If it was an opponent that's not supposed to be as good or is supposed to be better. It's all it, you, we got to win our football games if we're trying to win the Pac-12 championship, and that's what we're trying to do. And I mean, I think regardless of who the opponent is, if it's the first place team from last year or the sixth place team, everybody has different numbers of returning starters. Everybody's going to have different effects from COVID. Players going to the pros, uh, players opting out of this year. I, I think it's nearly impossible to try to make it a perfect, perfectly equitable thing this year. No, I think the only what they did when they did right mm-hmm. is we have three home games three away there you go if some for some reason it was all set up where one team had four home games and the other two you know the other team had to travel two away or something like that that would be not that would not be equal and uh, the way they set it up it's equitable and the teams that win their games are going to be in that championship game and let's yeah. go uh jimmy lake again with us obviously the jimmy lake show uh and i gotta uh, ask you about the decision the conference made to not have any fans um at any games i have an opinion on that i'm sure tony does as well <laughs> But let's get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, of course, we would love to have as many fans as we can in the stands right now. But let's first look at the National Football League level. They don't have any stand, hardly any fans in the stands at this point. I mean, let's look at our local team here, Seattle Seahawks. There's no fans in the stands right now. And they're doing it at the highest level, testing every single day, testing the whole staff. I mean, it's even more on a, a higher level than what we're doing here uh, in the Pac-12 and so if you just look at that model, you're like, okay, so how are we going to pull this thing off? Mm-hmm. It's all about safety for the players, the staff, and also the fans. I would love to have 72,000 screaming <laughs> Husky fans in our stadium. I would love to have our band here, our cheerleading squad. I mean, we would all love that. Uh, but I think we just got to take this thing game by game. And 
I think there is a little bit of creak in the door, so to speak, that maybe a month from now, maybe possibly, mm-hmm. if we can get this thing going and we feel good about it, we can get a handful of fans in the stands. That's what we're hoping. I got to say, watching Notre Dame and Louisville and Miami and Florida State and some of the – like ten to 15,000 people can get kind of loud. Yeah. I mean, there there is an advantage to having home fans there. So uh, I, the, the people that I feel for are the families of the players. Th- those are the people I'd love to see get in. And, and I think if you were to let 1,000 people come in – Certainly as big as this place is, you, you could spread everybody out pretty safely. Yeah, no, Tony, you took exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I, I, that's who I feel for as well. I mean, uh, you know, we have 18 to 22-year-old young men here, and uh, we want their families to be able to watch them. And, um, yeah. and I know the Pac-12 Conference and our administrators, they all want the same thing. And I think we're going to work towards that goal. Mm-hmm. But I just think in the beginning, we, are again, are just going to play it safe. And um, but I think eventually we could get there. So more, most uh, more often than not, when we come to watch practice, uh, getting ready for a road game, we hear you guys blaring crowd noise over the speakers, right? Whether outside or indoors, the Dempsey. Uh, do you do that this year? I mean, you've got to prepare for a totally different atmosphere. I guess two-part question, what's the plan for crowd noise? Pumping in, you know, organically, whatever. Um, do you want crowd noise? And then do you kind of, you know, put yourself in a position where you have to find a way to create your own energy on game day because there's nobody there? Exactly. It's, it's the last thing you said right there. There's going to be no crowd noise. Uh, until they change the rules and right now so since there's not going to be excuse me real crowd noise i'm talking about right. there's not gonna be real sure. crowd noise sure and so you know we're not going to practice something that we're not uh going to audibly be able to hear and so um but what the last thing you hit on was we're gonna have to be able to perform where there's not going to be a lot of energy in the stadium mm-hmm. um i'll say this i know our team we are very excited to play football. We're very excited to play uh, these opponents here coming up. I don't think there's going to be a lot of motivation for it. We know you're not going to need a lot of motivation to, to play some quality football. When we get rolling here, the dogs are going to be ready to roll. Yeah, it seems like your guys are highly motivated. And just even yesterday with the media thing that you did, along with Elijah Molden, along with Kate Otten, those guys seem jacked. They're ready to go. And, and Elijah particularly, he's a guy that could have gone to the NFL. And he was like, man, if there was any chance of me being able to play Husky football, I was playing Husky football. I mean, I, you love a guy that bleeds purple like you, that. You got to love that, don't yeah. you? You got to love that. I mean, that guy, he's just been a tremendous leader for us. And uh, the energy he brings every single day, it spreads throughout the team. I mean, we've had three really good practices uh, leading up to today. And, and you could feel out there. I mean, they, these guys are just juiced and ready. To, they're, they're, they're happy to be around each other and around their coaches. And they're running their plays and, and, and able to, to use all these tools that we've been teaching them for the last uh, few months here. They are jacked. They are jacked. So no crowd, even though we love the crowd there, especially on the road. Even on the road, that gives us juice, right? We're playing in front of the enemy and all those mm-hmm, things, going mm-hmm, behind mm-hmm. enemy lines and trying to bring back the victory. I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter. We, we are going to be ready to go for these six games. You, you mentioned practice, and I want to touch on practice in a moment. But but first, while we're still talking about this strange – I don't know that I ever expected a seven-game college football season in my life. You, you may not have either. But, but here it is in 2020. And – you know, one of the things that's amazing about college football is it, it kind of has its way of working itself out toward the end of a 12-game season where, like, when you're talking about trying to get in the playoff, there usually aren't more than four undefeated teams. In a seven-game season, and maybe other conferences are only able to get seven or eight in, who knows what they're going to be able to do. 
there could be a lot of undefeated teams at the end of this thing. There could be teams that are predicted to finish last in the Pac-12 that go five and two. I mean, what I, I think what I'm trying to say is in a shorter season, a game means more. Has that hit you, and 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 can you kind of feel that in in being around the team with with this seven game schedule? Yeah, and I know you guys are going to cringe when I say this, but all we're really worried about is that first game, <laughs> right? Sure, that's all we're worried about. We, and that's just how coaches that's how coaches think. And I know you guys think that's coach speak, and oh, just, it really is. Sure. I mean, when the schedule gets released. I wish they would just tell me who our first opponent is because yeah. that's all I really care about right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. even want to see what the other five games Right. Just tell me who number one is so we can start game planning. Are we home or are we away? And that is just the scope that our coaches and our players have to look through. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking at. And so as soon as we know who that opponent number one is, mm-hmm. here we go. Hopefully the dogs take care of business and then guess what? Game two, and then here we go. <laughs> well, first of all, it's total coach speak is what it is, <laughs> right, well, without question. But guess but it's what? True. You That's... are the head coach now. You yeah. kind of have to talk like that. And I just wonder because I remember talking to you over the offseason, Jimmy, uh, way back in you know May, you know April, that you were working on game plans for all of your opponents. And you're still playing a majority of those teams. How much do you have to go now and tweak those game plans based on what you put together three or four months ago? Yeah, you know, we uh, – let's see, I'm trying to think here. The number, we game plan for six of our opponents, and we'll see if one of those opponents ends up being our game one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? Chances are it, it may not, and that's okay. And that's okay. Uh, obviously, we know it's not going to be Michigan. So, yeah. uh, but um, that, that's okay. I mean, this is, this is what we do. We're, our guys are ready to go. Our staff is ready to go as soon as it gets released. We were going to be in this building. We have probably not left the building yet, and uh, it's going to be all in on game planning for that first opponent. All right, so there was practice yesterday, right? Uh, we, we a real practice. We had, a yeah, real we were out practice. there. Yeah, we're talking we're about around. practice. Yeah. No, no pads, but practice. And we Correct. saw some photos on social media and some videos of guys catching balls, and it was good to see Ty Jones out there mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. Um, what has the first two days of, of practice been like? They've been fantastic. Uh, we've actually this is our third day, and mm-hmm. um, you know it comes back to our fundamentals. And so we we all of our positions, we, uh, the coaches really focus on their fundamentals and getting these guys back into proper stances, you know, taking off on the proper foot, playing with good pad level. Obviously, we don't have pads on yet, so we're not hitting each other, but we can still run through our plays. We can know our assignments. We can know our fundamentals. And that's what these first three days and uh, really the next week and a half is all going to be about is just getting back to fundamental football, running our schemes, and, uh, and doing what we do. When do you put the pads on? So it's going to be uh, – depends on when we play. So, like, if they say we're playing Friday night, November 6th, then our training camp could start a day earlier, October 8th. If we play Saturday, it'll be uh, October 9th. Got it. And But then right when that starts, it's like a normal training camp. There's a, there's a period where you can't get into pads until your, until your fifth day. And so as soon as that day starts, I, mean, I don't know what that day of that is, but October 12th, October 13th will be the first day we can actually put some shoulder pads on. All right. Well, it's it's good to be talking football. Oh. It's good to be practicing. And I know that. I mean, just even being inside this stadium on the field right now, it's got to feel like a million dollars. And uh, here we go. I mean, I, I it's hard to believe, but November sixth, November seventh is not that far away. No, it's right around the corner. It is right around the corner. And that's been the message to our team. I'm like, the time's ticking, and we, and we yeah. can only be out there right now per per the rules that the NCAA and the Pac-12 only for an hour a day right now. Mm. And every second is precious. 
and you better be taking advantage of every every minute that ticks off. And, and it's not just practice, but of course, fall quarter started today. Yeah, Got to get into the did. classroom as well, and and obviously that's a huge part of what it means to be a student athlete at the UW. Yeah, it really is. This is uh, the first day, and our guys were locked and loaded and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, different format than ever before. Uh, they were all on Zoom. Uh, but these guys are used to it. We, you know, in the spring, we set a record with an overall GPA right around a three, four team GPA. And so these guys crushed the, the zoom format and, and we're all over it. And, um, I expect those guys to, to be at that same level this uh, fall quarter. Give us one or two things that you have to concern yourself with now that you did not concern yourself with a year ago as oh. an assistant coach. How has your life changed? Oh, I, I thought you meant for about the coronavirus. Yeah, no, okay, no, no. you're talking about more just about being... Your job. Yeah, okay. I have to reflect on that right now. I'm, not, I, I'm just so in the mode of doing the job, so thanks, Softy, for making me sit here and, and Maybe pause after, for a second. Maybe after the commercial break. Yeah, think about Maybe that. Okay, think there we go. That. Can I think yeah. about that one? These okay. are the hard-hitting questions you'll get on <laughs> the coaches' tough. show. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Regardless, we've got six games coming up. Of course, the seventh will be on the schedule as well. And um, Washington has been great on the field. They've been great off the field. You brought up the three point one four GPA. Also, have beaten Stanford in in winning the the APR in college football the last two years. Is it two years now? It's the last three, three years, the last actually, three Tony. Years. And we set an NCAA record with a nine hundred ninety nine score. Never, no one's ever had an APR score that yeah. high. Yeah. Wow! Uh, and so we're tremendously proud. And I know Kim Durand and our whole academic uh, uh, crew is uh, excited about that. Does that resonate with parents? Oh. No question, and 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 our and our uh, prospects that were that we're recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of the things that uh, that we're that we show these guys. This isn't just all about football here. This is high academics and um, world class academics. And when you put it all together, there's no better place to come to than the University of Washington. Yep, I think number ten public school in the world. In right? the world, I mean, in is the that world. good? That's good, right? Yeah, I yeah, think that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's a good thing to be top ten in. That's a good thing to be top ten in. All right, Husky fans, the UW needs your help during this pandemic. You can support Washington's 650 student athletes by donating today at huskiesallin.org. Again, that's huskiesallin.org. We are live at Husky Stadium for episode number two of the Jimmy Lake Show. We'll talk to the head coach of the Huskies about the Washington offense when we continue in a moment. This is Husky Football from Learfield IMG College. If you're looking for an easier way to manage your finances, whether on the go or on the couch, Wafed Bank's got your back. Their free checking and mobile banking app include photo check deposit, person-to-person text payment, bill pay, and access to 32,000 Money Pass ATMs, all without having to pay a monthly fee. Visit wafedbank.com to open an account and start saving today. Wafed Bank, member FDIC. Account requires e-statement registration, direct deposit, and $25 to open. Overdraft and return item fees apply. Bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab, located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood and less than five miles away from campus. Proudly partnered with Washington Husky Athletics, Red Hook offers a variety of small batch beers brewed on site, delicious wood-fired pizzas, small bites, craft cocktails, and more. With hygienic practices in place and social distancing in effect, Red Hook Brew Lab is your go-to destination to enjoy great beer and delicious food leading up to and during the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Go dogs! 
Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. As the coach for Husky football, I expect our players to take care of each other throughout the season. That support and caring ensures our success, and it's the kind of caring everyone can rely on from UW Medicine, the official health care partner of Husky Athletics. Their expert providers offer the best care for the Huskies, and it's safe, high-quality care everybody can access throughout the Puget Sound region, including at UW Medical Center, the number one hospital in the state. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. Today's the day to save big on a new Toyota. Now through September 30th, you can get $1,500 customer cash off your best deal on an exciting new 2020 Camry and $2,000 off the fuel-efficient Camry Hybrid. Or you can take advantage of a great lease deal on Camry. A dealer dock fee up to $150 may be added. For complete details on all Toyota offers, see your local Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you're wondering how to manage when your back is up against the wall, take a lesson from the Huskies' playbook. No crowd? No problem. Tee up the ball and let's go. At Propel Insurance, we see business owners showing the same kind of grit and creativity right now. And we're here to help with a customized risk management program that'll protect your business today and help you adapt to whatever's coming down the field. Let us show you what we know with a complimentary risk assessment. Learn more at PropelInsurance.com. Propel Insurance. Find your momentum. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at one 800 68 Owned and operated by UW grads Alan and Jeff, Chambers Bay Distillery is raising the bar for locally crafted spirits. From corn sourced in Grant County from Reffitt Farms to sea salt harvested from the San Juan Islands, their gold medal award-winning spirits incorporate the best the state of Washington has to offer. Chambers Bay bourbon is aged in a floating boathouse. Ron Vodka is touched with San Juan Island sea salt. And Ghost Dog Whiskey is infused with smoked ghost peppers. Learn more at ChambersBayDistillery.com. Chambers Bay Distillery, University Place, Washington. Must be 21 years of age. Please drink responsibly. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. The passion. 25, first down, 20, 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blood. Down he goes. The speed. Double in for the lead. Oh, my. The Western College 
football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You cannot hitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall on College Sports Now on TuneIn. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. This is the College Football Rewind. Bob Gibbons kick is good! And the Longhorns win! This is what big-time college football is all about. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. Got it! Touchdown, Touchdown, Washington! It's the College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Live at Husky Stadium, it's the Jimmy Lake Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tony Castricone, Dave Softy Mahler with you, along with the head coach of the Huskies. And I uh, want to remind you to download the Huskies Game Day app presented by Wafed Bank for audio streaming, all-team access, scores, mm. schedules, breaking news, and more. Everything that's on GoHuskies.com, you can get on the Huskies Game Day app presented by Wafed, including you could listen to the Jimmy Lake yep. Show. So yep. make sure you uh, are able to do yep. that on your cellular device. You got the Game Day app on your phone? I do not. Okay. I do not. I, I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm going, okay, I got I to gotta download this right when I'm done. Yeah, if you want to hear this show again on your drive home, okay. you could do it again. So oh, there you go. Let's, uh, let's talk some offense, man. Okay. Uh, John Donovan bringing over a new system, uh, new playbook, I assume, new terminology, I assume. Uh, take us behind the scenes, and uh, how much is John Donovan adjusting to you, and how much are you guys adjusting to John Donovan, new system, new new, new language, new playbook, the whole thing? Yeah, no, it's, we are so happy to have to have uh, JD here. We call him JD, Coach Donovan. He is, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a pro-style offense, like a, has been said a, a numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spent some years in the NFL. Even when he was in college, he ran a, a pro-style look. Um, which I'm always excited about, which is extremely tough to, to defend uh, defensively. And it can be very, very multiple. Um, you know, you're still going to see some similar things that we've run here in the past. I mean, we did run some elements of pro-style football. There's always a little bit of elements here uh, in every single offense. Uh, but what I'm excited about, like you just mentioned, is our I think our terminology is very tight now. Mm. Um, it's very simple. Uh, it's going to look sophisticated to defenses that we play. Uh, but I think our guys are going to be able to line up. They're going to be able to play fast. And um, I'm just excited for these guys to continue to to learn the system and then obviously go against our defense and practice every single day, which is going to make them better. And, um, and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm fired up for what uh, J.D. has brought to us. Yeah, you mentioned last week it, the importance of simplifying things so that guys could play fast. Uh, I want you to try to unpack that a little bit more from an offensive perspective because so much of – when I think about being able to play fast, I think of defenders needing to react quickly. But but it's important on the offensive end as well. It's very important. I mean, if we can't – just in the game of football alone, if you can't get lined up 
and you're thinking right before the snap where you should where you're supposed to go who you're supposed to block what route you're supposed to run uh you're gonna get killed and so it's uh, our job as coaches to make things simple for these players but at the same time the packages have to be complicated enough to give our opponents a lot of trouble Hmm. and i know on defense that's what we've done over the years we haven't been perfect but i but i know our opponents have had a lot of trouble against our defense um, and hopefully you guys have seen the speed and the reaction that we play uh, on that side of the ball. Oh, yeah. And now you flip it on the other side, and that's what we're going to get. That's what we're trying to do on offense and what we're going to do. We're going to play fast. We're going to play physical. We're not going to have assignment errors, alignment errors. And um, let these guys, we know they're big-time athletes that we've recruited in here, big-time old linemen, guys that can you know, move people off the ball and pass protect. And we got some quarterbacks that can make some plays downfield. And let's let them be football players and play fast and go. Jimmy, you've mentioned the term pro-style offense now a couple times. And I'm not even sure what that means anymore because I'm watching the air raid with the Cardinals. I'm watching the Seahawks in week one call the triple option play with Russell Wilson. So uh, for the fans out there listening, when you say pro-style offense, what does that mean? Yeah, so, uh, if you, so let me flip it. If you're thinking of a co- what I call a college offense, that would be an offense that stays in one personnel one formation, mm-hmm. maybe two formations. They're almost 100% in shotgun, uh, and they lean on the pass more than the run. Got it. That's a college offense. And uh, it's not very multiple, and I believe uh, way more easier to stop. We've had a lot of success against offenses like that. And you don't see those type of offenses in the NFL because they don't work. So now you're saying the Arizona Cardinals, they have the elements of the air raid, but they're also in 12 personnel, one tight end, well, excuse me, one running back, two tight ends. Mm-hmm. They have a fullback every once in a while, and they're, they're going to play a physical brand of football downhill, run the rock. They are not throwing the ball, you know, 90% of the time. And so that is not an air raid offense. And then you, you look at our hometown Seahawks here. I mean, they're, they're a pro-style offense, but then at the same time, you know, you could have Russell Wilson pulling the ball and running and read option and, and going around the edge. And uh, we'll have some elements like that in our offense as well. Going back to the hire of John Donovan as your offensive coordinator, how much uh, did did you guys both wanting to run a pro style offense go into him being the perfect fit? Yeah, no, I mean that was uh, that was the uh, the profile that I was looking for that we were looking for uh, when we were interviewing for this position, and his profile fit what we were looking for. And so it wasn't like I was saying, hey, you have to run this. I interviewed him to see what he would run, and that fit the profile uh, that we wanted to run here that I think is going to match up very, very well with our defense. And our defense is stingy, and we're going to get the ball back for him, and we're going to get some turnovers, and we're going to get some three and outs, and then here you go. It's it's your turn to go score some points. I want to ask – I had a chance to meet John Donovan at our signing day event in February, and then I haven't really talked to many of the football staff – because COVID hit and, mm-hmm. and just haven't been around the building, right? And so, um, you know, he was making a move from from Jacksonville, Florida, all the way across the country. I mean, I've done the cross-country move. You've done the cross-country move. That's a big-life move. What's the transition been like for him and then getting into these Zoom meetings and everything? Like, how's he doing adapting to this role? Because it's, it's a tough thing to, to make that adjustment. It really is. Now, thankfully, again, we had January to the middle of March before this pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to be here without his family. So that's that's difficult. His family was back in Jacksonville, yeah. his wife and his kids. He was here. But it was probably it was probably a positive thing because he he, he was leaving the office way after me. Uh, let's just put it that way. Because mm. he was in here. What can what's gonna fit, you know, 
what we can do offensively with the players that we have coming back, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the offensive line, the wide receivers, the tight ends, fullbacks, and uh, all as he's putting this whole package together, then being able to roll it out and then teach these guys all this from January to March. So it was beneficial, I think, that he had a lot of time just to be here in the office and just really grind and get down hmm. to the nitty-gritty of what exactly he wants to do with this offense. And so I think that was a positive. And then, of, of course, when the pandemic hit, I mean, we, we were all uh, home on spring break. And so, thankfully, he was back in Jacksonville with his family and got to spend some time with his family. But then he was on Zoom calls on East Coast time. So, <laughs> so we're, we're having academic meetings. We're having recruiting meetings. We're yeah. having, I mean, meeting after meeting. It's all on Zoom. Like you guys know, everything's on Zoom now. Yeah. And he was on East Coast time. And I didn't change anything for him. <laughs> we, we, were, we, we were on West Coast time, and he and he had to yeah, he had to deal with, he had to deal with that. Yeah. So you're having your Zoom calls at 10 p.m. just to make him stay up until one o'clock. In the oh, morning, yeah. Right? oh yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, I love it. Welcome to the 206, pal. Well, That's right. Uh, you know, just kind of picking up on what Tony's talking about there. Obviously, there's a certain type of player that fits the system, certain type of player that fits your program. I mean, we've heard the term OKG around here now for six years, and I wonder if you are running a pro style system. Uh, it's very easy for anyone to jump online and look at recruiting rankings, things like that. And quarterbacks are typically separated into two categories, pro style and dual threat. If you were going to run a pro style offense in uh, at, at UW, does that mean that you are likely going to be out on, on dual threat quarterbacks in recruiting? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. Not at all. We, we need a quarterback. There's, an, there's not like a certain just, okay, this is the model for a pro style quarterback. Got it. Uh, what we would want is a quarterback that's mobile, that can move in the pocket, that can obviously throw and be accurate. And um, we want guys that can that could run around a little bit. Uh, what we don't want is a statue back there that can't move. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy's going to get sacked, right? He can't, can't extend the plays, all those things. We don't want that. And then on the flip side of it, we also don't want a guy that can just run around and he can't throw the ball accurately. But, oh, my God, he's a really good athlete, and, and, he, and he can't complete passes. Uh, that, that that doesn't do you any good either. Yeah. And so, that sounds like a running back, by the way. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or an option quarterback, something like that. We get four passes a game. Um, and so, no, the, the profile that we're looking for, I mean, we want a guy that is uh, smart, a leader, guy that can deal with adverse situations, that's going to lead his team when things aren't going so well, that can throw a catchable football, uh, that's accurate, and then an added that has tremendous feet that can move in the plot, the pocket and and extend the play. Yeah. And uh, you know if he's if he's even f- faster than that, then that's that's great. That's an ad- added bonus. You know, one thing that you hit on right there, uh, we actually heard John Donovan talk about at his first press conference with the media. He wants a quarterback with a short memory, right? A guy that is not going to pout and whine about making a mistake. How do you judge that in recruiting? How do you find that? How do you measure that when you're recruiting a quarterback? I'm trying to see if I should. Give away all the secrets uh, right now. Probably, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. guessing the fans don't want me to say. I'll just say. Things. I'll just say this: We watch a lot of film. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty general, right there, right? I'll say this: We can see that on film, and that, and uh, we we watch a, a ton of film. And I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at there. There, there. There's ways to do it. There's ways that we, you know, a lot of the people that we interview before we uh, end up recruiting all of our all of our young men, not just quarterbacks. Uh, it's a thorough process that we that we do, and and we're proud of the way we do, we've done it. And again, I think it shows and that we've had the most NFL players drafted of anybody in the Pac-12, and it's by it's by a lot. And so I think uh, the proof is in the pudding, and we're going to continue to do it the way we've done it.
you talked in your press conference yesterday about the quarterback battle. It was going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. We, we've got four guys that we really just can't wait to see how they handle all this new stuff. You're an equal opportunity employer. Let's throw them out there and let's go. But when you talk about dual threats... Uh, the guy that's newest to campus, the transfer, Kevin Thompson, uh, is a guy that, yes, at the FCS level, but, but still racked up quite a, bunch, uh, quite a bit of, of rushing yardage in addition to being able to throw the football. Is that exciting to have a dual threat like him? It really is. I mean, he, he's an exciting player. Uh, obviously, the thing I lean on the most with him right now is his experience, and that's why we wanted to add him to the roster. And, of course, then when you watch his film, you see how athletic he is and how he's been able to run around and create plays with his with his legs and, and extend the play and throw the ball down the field. It's, it's exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also got, we got some younger guys that could do the same thing, and they just haven't had their time to shine yet and haven't had their time to go, to go play some college football, which they're going to get here, here coming up. And it is so exciting. And I think Husky Nation should be excited. I know you guys are excited. We're all excited. Let's go. It, it's like Christmas. It's like Christmas morning. Like, all right, let's see what we got here. Who's going to be able to handle this? Right. Who's going to be able to call the huddle? All of a sudden, here goes Trip McDuffie. Just pick the ball off on the first play. What are you going to do? Now what are you going to do? Are you going to lead the – are you going to go in there? Are you going to be like, you know, up and down emotionally? Are you going to stay even keel? Get your stuff back together and go, go about your next play. And that's what this, you know – I got air quotes going here. Training camp. This is not like a traditional training camp, but it's going to be fun to go through these practices and see how not only our quarterbacks react to some adversity, but our, our whole team. And we got to build these guys up and, and get them ready for this first game. And Jimmy, because of that, because it's not a, in air quotes, typical training camp, because you did not have spring football this year. Do you feel like you need to name a starter earlier maybe than later and give that guy as much time as possible as the starting quarterback walking around campus as the starting quarterback, being looked at in the locker room as a starting quarterback, working with the ones? Does that guy, whoever it ends up being, need to get a little more time maybe this time than you would typically be able to give him? So this is a great question. We're going to get a lot of reps uh, here coming up. And we've already got these last three days, we've had a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be able to – it'll sort itself out. The cream always rises to the top. And once it sorts itself out and it's the right time to name a starter, we will name a starter. Um, if it doesn't and we got to continue through, it's, it's all going to work itself out on the practice field, right. which it always has at every single position. You know, and you know, our, our team knows this. There's no, there's no hidden, like, oh, this is what we're going to do. And this, we're going to do. We have no idea. I have no idea. I can't wait to go watch. I want to go see what these guys are going to do. It's just like when we bring in new guys on defense and you guys are like, oh my gosh, this guy's is a five-star four-star. I'm like, yeah, great. I want to see what he does when we get to practice. (laughs) Is he going to cover somebody? What's he going to do? And then all of a sudden he has good training camp and then everyone's all excited. But what, this is the next guy. No, let's see what he does in a game. How about we go see what he does in a game in prime time? Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be the same thing. When we name a starter at quarterback, if we name a starter at quarterback, we still got to go see what he does in game one and then game two and then game three. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the stars, Tony, uh, Jimmy, the, the, the star system, which I think drives you crazy. It drives all coaches crazy that there's folks like us on the Internet putting stars on players. And, you know, I, I'd be curious to know how you guys do that. I mean, Don back in the day had a one, two, three or four. What, what year is the guy going to play? Is he a first-year guy, second-year guy, third-year guy, fourth-year guy? You have a system, obviously, I assume. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? So I'll answer that another way. We, we have a system of how we rank the recruits. Mm-hmm. And it is, of not, course. Of course. it is not the way. And those guys do a fabulous job of you know, trying to sort through who's a one-star, two-star, you know, all that stuff. Uh, the thing that I, I 
don't like about that system is you're these young guys are just really good. They're they're trying to be really good football players in high school, and they just pay attention to this like star that's on their name, and it's like, oh, that that's how good you're going to be. That that that's what you are. You're yeah. a three star, and um, you know it, it's. It, I don't think it's fair. You know these guys are these guys are young men that are trying to become really good football players, and you know obviously really good students as well, and the ones that we recruit here, and so I think that's a little bit unfair, and um, you know think we don't look at that. We look at a guy that we think is going to be an NFL player that's going to play big-time football at the University of Washington that's going to be able to get a degree from the University of Washington. And, you know, I, we do chuckle at, you know, the Taylor Raps. I was a three-star. Mm-hmm. You know, Sidney Jones, I was a three-star. Will Disley, Drew Sample, I mean, I get, <laughs> Greg Gaines. I could just sit here and go on and on Did about Did you have the, those guys ranked higher yourself? We had those guys ranked you higher. You did? Okay. We had those guys ranked okay. higher. Nick oh, Harris. they were way higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we have our own system, and we – I mean, there's guys, right – You know, I can't, I can't talk about those guys, but there's guys that we're recruiting right now that have all these low – and we're just – we just know these guys are going to be NFL dudes in three years. That's awesome. That's – hey, look, you're 14 to 18 years old. People bloom at different times and ages, right? And so there's probably – a lot of it is a, a, a values component, maybe a work ethic component. You get these guys in a college nutrition, college weight training – all the all the best facilities that that the U Dub has to offer, it's going to be you know a, a, a different story for some people. It really is, and but I'll even go deep diver into that. You got to, it's really the mental makeup as well. Hmm. And so you know, people think you know the NFL player is just this guy that was just born, and all of a sudden he's just like this fantastic player, and hmm. he's just go out there and he's all pro every single year. These guys have work ethic. Right. They're some of the most competitive people in the world. And so when we start our mental makeup of the recruits that we're recruiting, we want to see if they have that mental makeup. Because if they have that mental makeup, with also the attributes that we're looking for, height, weight, speed, all that, then yeah, you're right. When they come here and we have the nutrition, we all that. But they got to have to want to work hard and get gritty. And when things get tough, even fight back even more. And when we have those type of guys, we're going to win a lot of football games, and those guys are going to get drafted. All right. It's hard for me to sit here and hear that and not want to run through that. Wall. <laughs> I was just going to say. So we got to figure out what we're doing here. Uh, because just that don't might, run towards me. Yeah, that, I, might, that I might check you back. Yeah, so that might happen, careful. by the way. But, Jimmy, uh, in regards to recruiting, and Tony and I were discussing this off the air as well, uh, a unique situation. You have a dead period happening right now, but the early signing period is still happening in December. How do you marry those two together? Yeah, I, I think it's a very smart decision for the NCAA to keep that date. It's an early signing day. We've been recruiting this class for almost four years now. Mm. And some of the guys, they already know whether some guys already know where they're going, and that could be at another school. There's some guys that know that they're coming to the University of Washington. You need to allow those guys to sign in December. They've already been here on campus numerous times. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it is very awkward uh, with, the, with the dead period that nobody's allowed to go to a college campus, which totally makes sense. We're in a, we're in a worldwide pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. We don't want families and recruits, just you know, hundreds of families cr- across the country going to all these different campuses. Right. And so um, – Can you travel to high school games? No. Okay. De- de- dead period means That's dead. dead means right. they cannot come here and we cannot be on the road. Mm. So dead period means there's no college coaches on the road and no prospects can go to any college campus. 
We are up against a break, but um, want to remind you to join Damon Heward and me this Saturday morning for Husky Football Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. right here on the network. We'll talk to Junior Adams and Terrell Bynum about the receiving core. We'll also listen back to a classic Husky game that occurred 10 years ago this Friday, the upset win in the Coliseum over ranked USC on a last-second field goal. That much more from 8 to 11 this Saturday morning on Husky Football Saturday. More with head coach Jimmy Lake in a moment. This is Husky Football from Learfield IMG College. Planet Fitness is open again, and we're coming back cleaner than ever. We're keeping things squeaky with cleaning stations stocked with disinfectant spray and hand sanitizer throughout the club. We're also powering down select machines for extra room to move. So if you're not sure what day or week it is, you can be sure you're getting a great workout in a clean environment. We're ready when you are at Planet Fitness. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Planet Fitness locations are independently owned and operated. See club for details. As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Debit MasterCard, your purchases go from this to this. And with free checking and access to over 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs, you always have a home advantage. To order the official card of UW, go to becu.org slash UW. Order today. Federally insured by NCUA. Every business needs a game plan, but when the game has fundamentally changed, as it has for most everyone, time to call an audible. At Propel Insurance, we're here to help clients adapt to new realities and refine their risk management strategy with a customized insurance program that'll protect you today and give you running room for whatever's down the field. Let us show you what we know with a complimentary risk assessment. Learn more at PropelInsurance.com. Propel Insurance. Find your momentum. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. The Lee Johnson Auto Family is a proud sponsor of Husky football. If you haven't heard, the Lee Johnson team now owns Nissan of Kirkland, where we believe the buying experience is a direct reflection of the ownership experience. See the complete Nissan line, including the all-electric Nissan Leaf, the best-selling electric vehicle of all time. Lee Johnson Nissan of Kirkland, just off 405 exit 20 in Totem Lake. Lee Johnson Auto Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals. A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. When the stakes are high and it's your money on the line, you can count on Banner Bank. Banner Bankers listen and care about every detail, always one step ahead of whatever you need. From easy online banking to the perfect home loan with financial tools and advice that help you get ahead. So start banking with Banner Bank and get the superpower service you deserve. Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Banner Bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. 
As the coach for Husky football, I expect our players to take care of each other throughout the season. That support and caring ensures our success, and it's the kind of caring everyone can rely on from UW Medicine, the official health care partner of Husky Athletics. Their expert providers offer the best care for the Huskies, and it's safe, high-quality care everybody can access throughout the Puget Sound region, including at UW Medical Center, the number one hospital in the state. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the College Football Rewind. Five, give it six. The kick is good. And the Longhorns win. This is what big time college football is all about. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. The College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Woo! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The passion. The 25 first down, 20. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Doubled it. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You cannot hitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall on College Sports Now on TuneIn. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Final minutes of the Jimmy Lake Show live from Husky Stadium right on the uh, shores of Lake Washington with the head coach of the Huskies, Jimmy Lake. I'm Tony Castricone alongside Dave softy Mahler. Uh, it's starting to get dark a little bit earlier. I, th- I think football season's officially here, man. Like you, you, can, you can definitely tell when you're here in the stadium it feels a little bit cooler. It's getting dark a little bit earlier. Games are right around the corner. We talked a lot about the offense in the last segment. Let's talk a little bit about the defense and, and starting with – your fantastic nickelback, Elijah Molden, who did say yesterday there was no way that he wasn't coming back for this season. He's a preseason All-American. He will have the opportunity to play a 2021 season if he wants, but but he's so high caliber. This is his fourth year, and and I, I think we're just excited to see him lead this defense this year. Yeah, no, I, I am too. It's It's been just a pleasure watching him develop over the years. I remember when we uh, when we signed him, his mom sent me a picture of him drawing out our defenses, pinning them up in his room, 
and he had all of our defenses in order of packages of the way we're going to install them. Was he right? Oh, he was right. <laughs> he was right. But that, wow. but that's the type of player that we know we knew we were getting. Wow. And that kind of goes back to if you're you know earlier in the show to talk about the type of mentally you know uh, right person that we're trying to get in this program, along with the attributes of speed, height, weight, and all those things. Yeah. We knew right away that we had a big time football player. Yeah, and a great kid too. I, I remember once the pandemic hit. He was on Twitter talking about, you know, hey, guys, give me some reading recommendations. I'm just trying to get better in every single way possible. Give me some books. Like, let's go. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just – I got so much respect for, for who he wants to be and everything else. Uh, he's, he's definitely the definition of, of, of what it means to be a Husky. He, he's, he's everything. And, uh, you know, we, we call him dogs around here. He's a, he's a big-time football player. But he's even a bigger time person, and that's and, and that's what a dog is. You know, very very simple. Well, every year uh, I, I kind of pick out a couple guys on each side of the ball that I'm fired up to watch play, and number three is certainly one of them. But uh, Trent McDuffie uh, in the secondary uh, just looks to me, and it's you know, maybe unfair a bit because we'll see what happens this year. But he looks like he's got lockdown corner written all over him. Talk about Trent McDuffie and what he's meant to this program so far. Yeah, another another uh, young man that we were extremely fired up about when we signed. Um, we felt he was the number one corner in that uh, in that high school draft, basically in that high school, uh, you know, uh, class. And overall, overall, wow, overall, mm. um, in our footprint that we recruit out of, that mm. was our that was our number one guy, and uh, we were so excited when we signed him. And um, I think uh, he showed us last year why we thought that the guy—he's extremely tough. He has ball skill, ball skills. He's fast. Uh, you're also going to see his ball skills uh, in the return game. He's going to be—he's going to fight to be mm. uh, our punt returner and also our kickoff returner, mm. which we haven't had a DB do that around here uh, for a little while. So that's going to be fun to watch. Um, he's extremely smart. He could play inside. He could play out. He stay. He's outside right now. I'm excited to see where uh, what the, the plays that Trent's going to make this year. <laughs> That's awesome. Look at that face. I know. He's, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. This Your secondary has been awesome ever since you, you've started as a defensive backs coach here before you were the defensive coordinator. Your defense has done so well, uh, particularly against certain types of offenses, particularly against – uh, the air raid offenses that we've seen uh -oh. Where in, are you going in, in, oh, in yeah. the Apple Cup and everything. I saw people blowing you up on Twitter over the weekend after KJ <laughs> Costello threw for 623 yards against defending national champ LSU. How fun has it been to see all those messages and, and, and be talked about in the SEC circles? Yeah, no, that, that, was, that was definitely a fun Saturday. And um, I did have to charge my phone a little bit. It was, <laughs> it was buzzing too much. But... You know, I was actually. Uh, it might have been the first time I was I was rooting for uh, that head coach over there that, that they ended up beating. I was, I was like, you know what? This is this is kind of fun to watch another yeah. defense uh, yeah. go against. Uh, which I've always said, and I know other fans get mad at me when I do, but I've always said leading up to that game every single year that this offense is extremely tough to go against, and it's it's it, there is some mastery behind it because no matter who is taking that snap. They are thrown for over 400 yards every single game. Mm -hmm. And you just saw a quarterback who probably never threw for over 350 
just go almost to 700. Right. And so there is some comp- complex some comp- to me complex things about that offense, but also very very simple that creates a lot of mismatches, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch this thing uh, keep going okay. throughout the rest of the year. So two part question, okay. I want you to answer yes or no, and then we can expand on this. <laughs> okay. First question is: Did Bo Pelini call you before the game with Leach on Saturday? I. Don't remember that okay. happening. Second part question. <laughs> Have you heard from any SEC coaches since the game on Saturday? <laughs> you put him directly in that corner. That Don't have to answer that if you don't want. The lights are on right that. above your head. <laughs> Has the SEC reached out to you since Saturday's game, since KJ Costello set the SEC passing record? <laughs> I've had some different area codes text me. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I got you. Why, why do you think you've had so much success? against that offense? You, you know, I think uh, it goes back to our preparation. Our players. You know, I think our guys were always extremely geared up for that game emotionally. And, that, you know, that's a lot about college football, right, is emotion, momentum, and all those things. We were definitely always geared up for our rival um, across the state. But also, and I've said this before, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to say this without being – Yep. <laughs> what a, what a, it is when you do face an offense that does the same exact thing over and over and over. Yep. Um, you can game plan for that, and you're ready for it. And when you face an offense that's very multiple and you don't know what's going to happen, yep. that's a lot harder for a defense to go against. And so I'll just kind of just kind of love it right there. Love yeah, it. Great stuff, yeah, man. we're out of time, but uh, <laughs> awesome conversation with head coach Jimmy Lake for Softy Mahler and Jimmy Lake. I'm Tony Castro-Cohn. Thanks for listening to the Jimmy Lake Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield Energy College. At Magic Toyota in Edmonds, we love seeing past and current UW Huskies introduce future Husky generations to the university through athletics. That's why, through the good and the challenging times, we support programs like Pups and Parents. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing alumni, students, and future Huskies experience the unforgettable moments of UW athletics. As a proud sponsor, we invite you to visit Magic Toyota right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs! As a not-for-profit credit union, BECU is all for Huskies. That's why when you shop with the BECU UW Debit MasterCard, your purchases go from this to this. And with free checking and access to over 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs, you always have a home advantage. To order the official card of UW, go to becu.org slash UW. Order today. Federally insured by NCUA. Birthdays, anniversaries, date nights, and other celebrations do not need to be canceled. The Metropolitan Grill is here for you and would like to help you celebrate those special moments in the comfort of your own home. Enjoy fully prepared Metropolitan Grill oven-ready meals and bottles of wine delivered right to your doorstep. Available seven days a week with free delivery within a 15-mile radius. Curbside pickups also available. Located at 2nd Avenue in Marion in downtown Seattle. To learn more, visit TheMetropolitanGrill.com, the best steak in town. 
Hey, Husky fans, in this virtual, mobile, and digitally connected world, are you prepared to meet your clients' demands? Rely on your coach, QBSI Xerox, for cloud-based solutions, electronic document management, and mobile business processes. With over 40 years servicing the Northwest business community, QBSI knows what it's like to be the home team. Register today for your complimentary QBSI 360 assessment at QBSI360.com or call 1-800-831-5858. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Air Van Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at one 800 681 Planet Fitness is open again, and we're coming back cleaner than ever. We're keeping things squeaky with cleaning stations stocked with disinfectant spray and hand sanitizer throughout the club. We're also powering down select machines for extra room to move. So if you're not sure what day or week it is, you can be sure you're getting a great workout in a clean environment. We're ready when you are at Planet Fitness. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Planet Fitness locations are independently owned and operated. See club for details. Waterbrook Winery offers world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, and more. Throughout our prized Columbia Valley vineyards, our crowning jewel is the 160-acre Waterbrook Estate Vineyard in the Walla Walla Valley. Established in 1984, Walla Walla's fourth-founded winery, we're proud to be named a Wine Spectator Top 100 Wine three times. Learn more about our award-winning wines, tastings, and wine country events at www.waterbrook.com. Home Street Bank was born in Seattle, and for nearly 100 years, we've been your neighbor and a passionate supporter of local communities. That's why we continue to sponsor and support Husky Athletics through these challenging times. Home Street Bank remains dedicated to serving current and new customers through personal banking, home loan, and business banking solutions. Whether online or in person, we're here, and we're looking forward to helping you. Homestreet.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Washington Football on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Last time on College Sports Now. I don't mean to sound callous. I know that we're living in the time of the corona and everything, but I can't imagine just the stress of doing preparation for a team and then saying, oh, wait, don't worry about it. It's incredibly... Just when you get to the nuts and bolts of the football, it's remarkably tedious. Follow College Sports Now on Twitter at CSNowTweets. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app like TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 